Good day, Intentional Soul. Matt here. Welcome to another session on Intention Inspired, where we just take a few minutes to get a little more intentional, garnish some inspiration into who we are and what we want. And today is very exciting because we're kicking off a new mini journey, three days of self-awareness created by the wonderful Marva Midkiff over in the art room on Intention Inspired. So three days of self-awareness. What is what is self-awareness? How do we become self-aware? Well, we're going to explore that day to day as we focus on three different ways we can be more self-aware. And there are many ways to become self-aware. Most of them are not taught to us. What happens when we do not have the appropriate tools for authentically accessing ourselves is that we begin to believe that our identity is is one or several of the masks that we wear. We begin to believe the voices in our head over that innate, intuitional truth of who we are at the core of our being. We begin to look outside of ourselves for validation that we're lovable, worthy, and deserving. We disregard the knowing of our internal wisdom. That wisdom that knows that we are all spiritual beings having a human experience and that by our participation in this glorious life, we are lovable, worthy, and deserving. So we're going to explore three tools that will help us on our journey of becoming aware of the magnificence of who we are. And those are, number one, reframing judgment. We'll explore that today. Number two, observation. And number three, creativity. And why we chose these three tools is because we believe that by understanding their power, we can break down the barriers of conditioning and open ourselves to our own highest potential. Deepak Chopra said, by becoming self-aware, you gain ownership of reality. In becoming real, you become the master of both inner and outer life. To become self-aware, let's just begin our exploration by bringing ourselves to this moment. It'd be nice if you had a journal or a notebook and writing instrument nearby and start to follow your breath as you inhale to the count of two, three, four. As you exhale slower to the count of two, three, four, five, six, seven. Focus on the sound. Inhale. The airy sensations in your nostril, inhale. Your chest rising, exhale and falling. Focus on where the air goes in your body. As thoughts arise, allow them to exit without connecting to them. Watch them pass by and return to your breath. Relax into this moment. When you are present, look around you. Find at least one thing that, just by its existence, elevates your feeling place. 
get curious and examine it with intensity. Spend a few minutes documenting all of the qualities and how it makes you feel. Now, focus again on your breath, bringing yourself with greater intention back into this moment. Just enjoy the peace of this practice and realize that this moment is all that truly exists. From this point of power, the past is irrelevant. The future does not exist. As you settle into this peaceful present moment, let's examine our first tool of self-awareness. As we embark on day one of three days of self-awareness, we're going to be exploring reframing judgment. It is our nature to judge our circumstances and what's occurring around us. Years ago, it was a matter of survival. Quick judgments had to be made if the circumstances were a matter of life or death. Our survival is generally not the cause of our stress in this day and age. Obviously, there are circumstances where survival is still a concern, but we tend to view those circumstances from the moment and take appropriate action to be safe. But we're more stressed out than ever before. Our physical, mental, and emotional states of being and those of the people around us now have new areas of stressful focus and they seem to be more invasive and dangerous than being chased by a tiger. So with the combination of actual physical danger and emotional and mental perceived threats to our well-being, our capacity to judge is on high alert. For a lot of people, the innate human function of judgment is no longer a quickly judge my surroundings for my physical safety instinctual response but a fear-based daily validation of reasons to be afraid that high alert fear-based judgment is causing much dis-ease in our world is it human nature or is it conditioning that makes us feel so unsafe that we have to judge harshly on every level of our being, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Pema Chodron said, if we learn to open our hearts, anyone, including the people who drive us crazy, can be our teacher. All right, if you have your journal handy, whip it on out and write out in detail 10 or more things that cause you stress. Go ahead and take a moment and list those 10 things that cause you stress. Okay, now take a good look at your list. How many of things are within your power to change? How many of these stressful things are happening in this moment? No matter how many things are on your list, chances are most of them are related to the past or the future. 
Many of them are things that you have no power to change, and a lot of them are not about you at all. They're someone else's stuff. So if you draw a line through the stressors that come from the past, future, or someone else, what is left on your list? Okay, I just did it. So noticing um, most of it is future-based for me. But there are some accurate present-based stressors. So, for example, um, a lot of future-based ones that came up. Not having enough time for this or that. Um, a body that is slowly deteriorating. <laughs> not being accepted by my community. <clears throat> not living up to my potential not being able to follow through with what I've agreed to do. So see, all these are things that actually aren't true. They're all things that I fear are going to happen. And I think that low-level stress kind of helps me focus up in ways. And then there's present-based real fears and stressors like the rats that are eating out the electrical wires, the accumulating clutter in my home, the powdery mildew on the ganja babies. But yeah, that, that is a very helpful exercise to be able to discern which stressors are valid and which ones just no longer need to be there and I can release and then reprioritize my energy on those real stressors that I actually can do something about, like setting up a creative rat trap or decluttering my home or spraying the ganja with some natural mildew-resistant treatment, whatever that might be. Anyway, great journal prompt exercise. Love it. All right, today's micro-challenge. Why not reframe our perception of judgment? Making a judgment may be our way of gathering information. Judgment is what is what we do when we are judging, right? Now, it may sound like semantics, but do we really need another flaw to justify our unworthiness? Couldn't it be that the act of judging is just humans trying to make sense out of what we are feeling or an experience that we're having and do so without the self-awareness to know that these judgments are self-conscious coping mechanisms. Maybe judging is the clue we need to point the way to old habits, old beliefs, or old conditioning. Consider this concept with an open mind. Left at that, judgment is just a thought and holds no validity or impact except to ourselves when used as an observation. Judgments that cause emotional reactions are also clues to help us find personal insight. It is the reaction on any level of being that creates the discord and our reactions are in our power to change. Reactions that cause the discord due to the judgments we make always have to do with our own perceptions, our own self-judgments and feelings of inadequacy 
or strength. All right, you got your snorkel out. It's time to go for a deep dive. I think in many ways, becoming less reactive to our judgment would lower our stress threshold, and that would be very beneficial on all levels. We would not be spending the great amount of energy that we currently spend analyzing, comparing, and worrying about things that either we have no control over or are different from what we believe or simply not ours. For the sake of greater self-awareness today, I would like us all to take a good look at what we judge and remember that judgment is not necessarily a flaw. It is how quickly we assess our surroundings, how we determine what we want and what we don't want. Clarity. It's how we observe beliefs that no longer serve us. It keeps us from stepping in front of the bus and helps us make important decisions. If, in observation, you are seeing a pattern of judgment towards certain people, language, towards behaviors or circumstances, this may be the information that you need to pause, reflect, and get curious before you react. That's responding instead of reacting. Judging a person or a circumstance is only the beginning of our search. Thank you so much for joining me on day one of this new mini three-day self-awareness journey. It's been such a joy to journey with you. Ah, we just, we must stop looking at ourselves as a broken piece of equipment that needs repair. And if after observation, we determine that we are judging things so often, harshly and reactively, and on so many levels of our being that it's causing our well-being or our relationships to suffer. If we can notice this, then we can make a commitment with an intention to change. Until then, it would help to understand that all feelings have validity, that we are not broken, just learning, and that we are magnificent and worthy just as we are. What about you? What inspired you during today's intentional session on reframing judgment? We would love to hear from you. Feel free to drop a comment, click on the link to join us on our private activity feed over on Intention Inspired. We would love to journey with you over there on the platform. Very safe, fun, loving community. So thank you for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow on day two of our self-awareness journey as we look at observation. Peace love respond respond